Namaste. I am Vishali from Asha Vidya Samajam based in Kerala. I'll be talking about the Christian conversion strategies with a focus on Kerala. Converting people into Christianity is done with the intent to Christianize the world and establish world dominion. They have attempted to convert even leaders like Mahatma Gandhi and great spiritual acharyas like Sri Narayana Guru. Their theory is that all humans are sinners and Jesus came to liberate them from the sins and hence Jesus must be worshipped. But if you examine how sin as per Christianity came into existence, it can be traced to the Old Testament of the Bible. Hence, if you critically examine their ideologies and theories, their claims can be disproved. Let's take a look at how Christianity arrived in Kerala. The arrival of Christians in Kerala began with the Syrian Christian traders who came for business and Christians who came as refugees to escape the religious atrocities they were facing in their countries. They were received well by the Hindu kings and Hindus in general and treated with respect and tolerance. The kings had given them the liberty to build churches for worship and also to undertake conversions. Owing to the conservatism that was prevalent in society those days, many upper caste Hindus were outcasts for petty reasons. To be outcast in those days meant unendurable social boycott. They found converting to Christianity as a means to escape this because Christians were held in very high regard. And conservatism was so prevalent in those times that an outcast Brahmin or Nair faced extreme hardships and if he converted to Christianity, he was accepted by the society. That's how many upper caste Hindus joined the Jacobite and Orthodox groups during that period. However, there is no evidence of them carrying out organized and strategic conversions. Then came the Roman Catholics with the arrival of Vasco da Gama, that is the Portuguese, in 1498. Many missionaries came along with the Portuguese leaders like Francis Xavier, also known as the Apostle of the Indies. They converted a large number of people in the coastal areas and that's how Latin Catholics emerged. In Goa and Sri Lanka, they used their power of governance to cruelly torture and convert the locals and utilize the same people to destroy temples. So the initial seeds of religious conversions causing religious strife were sowed by the Portuguese. Although the Dutch who came much later had converted people, they weren't as aggressive as the Portuguese. Even the French were more or less amiable. When the British arrived, the Anglo-Protestant groups brought many CMS missionaries and centered in Tiruvananthapuram and Kottayam. They translated the Bible into Malayalam. These Christian missionaries, along with the British leaders, played an active role in converting people by taking advantage of the casteism prevalent in society those days. And the kings were lenient about it. This is how Christian population increased in Kerala. Later, several Protestant groups like the Pentecostal Missions, Salvation Army and many other groups came and the main target for conversion was Hindus. Now, all groups, be it Catholic, Protestant, Jehovah Witness, are competing with each other to convert people. It's only the Jacobite and Orthodox groups that are not too keen on converting. They have employed several tactics from time to time to achieve their agenda. They use two approaches. One is what we can term the Putana Tantra and another is the Tataka Tantra. In the former, they pretend to be one amongst us and convert us. The latter is more evident. They come with the obvious intent to convert us. Let's look at some of the strategies employed by them. Plagiarizing Hindu terms, symbols, rituals, ceremonies, etc. They made mockery of the Hindu sacred term Veda, which refers to the Vedic scriptures. People like Roberto D. Nobili propagated the Bible under the name Yeshur Vedam, which can be seen even today. They practiced the Putana Tantra by adopting the looks of sannyasis and ways of Brahmins, such as wearing bonol, sacred thread, 
applying bhasma chandana kunkuma that is holy ash sandalwood paste and vermilion on the forehead kuduma that is the brahmin way of shaving the head and tying the hair in a bunch at the back adopting sanskrit vegetarianism etc they actively propagated the prajapati cult arguing that the prajapati mentioned in the vedas refers to jesus they insulted the vedas by naming their malayalam bible satyaveda pustakam protestants still distribute bible as satyaveda pustakam when you term bible as satyaveda pustakam aren't they indirectly implying that all other vedas are asatya or untrue not just the term veda they have taken our words like vaidik vaidik vidyarthi vaidik vidyalaya they have copied many hindu ways and customs such as sanyasi sanyasini ashram matham tapas dhyana dhyana kendras various forms of meditation that is gospel meditation dampati dhyana santati dhyana kutumba dhyana saffronetai rudraksham parameshwara padam kovils nilavilakku kalvilakku tulabharam deepaaradhana kunkumam tulsi mala japamala kodimaram panchavadyam some also try to use art forms such as kathakali classical music otan tullal and tiruvadira which have a strong hindu tradition for propagating christianity kurishumala kayatam climbing the hill with the cross similar to the shabarimala pilgrimage wearing saffron or black attires kristu bhagavatam kristu geeta kristu sahasranama yeshu suprabhatam modifying the famous pancharatna work of swami tyagaraja by replacing rama with jesus surya namaskar becomes yeshu namaskar the propaganda that om hari hara putraya namaha is the mola mantra of jesus christian yoga campaigns that jesus is the only yogacharya attempts at plagiarizing dakshinamurti tiruvalluvar and vishwamitra organizing vidyarambha ceremony in churches on vijayadashmi by replacing the traditional writing with writing cross propaganda that vijayadashmi is the day of jesus victory over satan masiya ratri instead of shivaratri that it was the night when jesus meditated overnight without sleeping and what a wonderful way to fool people by saying the tiruvonam celebrates the second coming of christ building yeshu kovils in the model of hindu temples and performing pujas temple ceremonies flag hoisting aarti abhishekas pushpanjali bells teertha prasadam nivedya vratas festivals etc some of them are even producing and distributing paisam panchamritam and aravana actively they say kanyakumari implies kanya mary agastya kuda becomes saint augustine's mount nefarious attempts to destroy shabarimala the shabarimala fire case nilakkal church angamori church arthunkal veldu tachin controversies after all that they plagiarized from us and promoted as their own they created a controversy when ashravidya samaja was distributing makara nakshatras made by another company last year terming it anti religious although the makara nakshatra is not a replacement to the christian star and the police had launched an investigation and visited the houses of our pravartaks pressurizing their families how fast how quick another way they adopt is missionaries disguising themselves as hindus by what is called adaptation There are several Christian missionaries who used indology for conversion. Some of the popular ones were William Carey, Robert Hunter, and John Wilson. William Carey established Serampur Missionary Society and he also published dictionaries in Marathi, Punjabi, Telugu, and Sanskrit. They masked themselves as sanyasis. Several indologist missionaries disguised themselves as sanyasis or in Indic attires to Christianize Indians. Few of the prominent names are Roberto di Nomili. who was an italian jesuit missionary who wore the sacred thread common amongst hindus hairdo like sanyasis saffron cloths and tilak on forehead to convert people he promoted the bible under the name yashurvedam 
He used words such as Kovil, Arul, Prasadam, Guru, Vedam, Puja, Ashramam to strike a chord with Indian people. John de Brito, he was a Portuguese missionary who followed the tactics of Nobili. He called himself Swami Arulananda. Joseph Constanzo Bishi, he was also a Jesuit missionary who reached Goa in 1710. He reached Madurai in 1711. He wore saffron attire and chose a sannyasi-like name Virama Swamigat. He wrote in Tamil to spread Christianity and his followers claim that he converted close to 12,000 people. Abbe Du Bois, he was a French Catholic missionary. He translated the Panchatantra into French. He preached that to convert Hindus, you have to mimic their culture. Brahma Bandha Upadhyay, he was a Bengali Christian convert. He also emphasized that the same strategy only would work. Krishna Mohan Banerjee, Appa Swami Pilla, Palani Andi, Sadhu Sundar Singh and others followed the same example. Brahma Bandha was Vivekananda's classmate in Scottish Church College. He published the magazine Sophia. He claimed himself to be a Hindu Catholic and dressed like a Christian Vivekananda. Before his death in 1907, he performed Prayaschitta and returned to Hindu Dharma. Henry Lisaw He was a French missionary who reached India in 1948. He accepted the name Swami Abhishektananda and promoted pure vegetarianism. In 1950, he established Sachidananda Ashrama at the banks of the river Kaveri at Tanirpalli. Father Jules Monchanel. He was a French Catholic missionary who called himself Swami Paramarupananda. He helped in establishing the Sachidananda Ashrama. He said that a Christian India, completely Indian and completely Christian, may be and will be something so wonderful. To prepare it from afar, the sacrifice of our lives is not too much to ask. Bede Griffith. He too followed the path of the people we mentioned before. He was a British missionary who established the Kurishumala Ashram. He named himself Father Dayananda. He adopted the Omkara symbol along with the cross. He redesigned churches, customs and festivals to resemble temple and Hindu traditions. Through schools, hospitals and charitable institutions. We have all come across incidents where Christian brothers and sisters visit ailing patients in hospital wards and reassure them that they will recover by uttering Christian prayers with a cross in their hands. They have been successful in converting countless patients and their families itself through this. In convent schools, they compel Hindu students to take part in prayers along with the Christian students. In remote and tribal areas, they stage fake miracles exhibiting the power of Jesus to deceive and convert them. In one instance, they forcibly converted people in mass by pouring their holy water into a well and then claimed that everyone who has drank water from that well is now a Christian. By providing free education, free food, free clothes, free healthcare and all other basic needs and charitable activities, mass conversions have been undertaken by Christian missionaries. Many people argue that such people have only converted for money and it is easy to reconvert them into Hinduism. But we have to understand the fact that it is not just a ritualistic conversion but ideological conversion too. They also methodically inject the Christian ideology in such a way that the convertees stay loyal to the religion and also promote Christianity. Such indoctrination is what makes them anti-Hindu. Charismatic institutions Through institutions like Porta Moringur Divine Retreat Center, they convert people in large numbers in the name of divine and healing meditations. They later make these people give the testimonies urging people to convert. Another cunning strategy they employ is fabricating fake histories and propagating them. Regarding that of the coming of St. Thomas, Nilakyal Church, Devasahaya and Pilla etc. to promote conversion. Creating fake situations of mishaps and accidents and how praying to Jesus saves the people. Many innocent people have fallen prey to this sinister trap. 
the consequences of conversion of hindus into other religions is to quote in swami vivekananda's words the conversion of a hindu into any semitic religion is not just loss of one person from hindu dharma but also the generation of an enemy against hindu dharma itself because these religions are ideologies that preach intolerance and hatred towards other religions they have a short minded concept of god and petty minded man made ideologies that do more harm than good to an individual and society these ideologies inspire extremism in anyone who follows it to the word for instance in northeastern states of india conversions into christianity are followed by recruitment into anti national activities and developing a sense of separatism in the converts in order to overcome conversions a systematic approach is required which must begin with educating our children about sanatana dharma starting from a young age itself along with sanatana dharma they must be taught comparative religion and also bharatiya sanskriti so that they are aware of the philosophies of various religions and don't fall prey to the tactics of the conversion forces and can also bring back those who have converted or are on the verge of conversion at arsha vidya samajam we have brought back to sanatana dharma more than 5000 people through ideological counseling of whom a considerable number had converted to or were influenced by christianity one such revered shanti krishna who is a full time pracharika now has penned down her experiences and published it in a book titled reborn to know more about arsha vidya samajam visit www.arshaworld.org